thank you for tuning in to lesson two of our uh, of our review, so to speak, of the book by Florence Scovel Shin, The Game of Life. Uh, first, first published in 1925, almost 100 years ago. In our ministry here at Unity of Tucson, I have often quoted uh, The Game of Life, and I have used the analogy that a lot of people are going through life trying to uh, understand how things work uh, using the uh, the rules of how to play pinochle, and actually the game of cribbage is sitting before them, and nothing is working too much. Well, the understanding is everything is working for them, but they don't understand the input that is required, not required, the input that is efficacious for them to learn so that their life can reflect more of how they would want it to be reflected. The game of life and how to play it. Um, it's a wonderful uh, opportunity to put things in perspective. And again, there are a number of chapters. Um, we, uh, If you do not have the book, if you go to truthunity.com, T-R-U-T-H-U-N-I-T-Y dot com. You can download a PDF for free of uh, the book, uh, The Game of Life and How to Play It. So, that being said, Chapter 2 is entitled Prosperity. So, let's look at what The Game of Life is saying when we think of prosperity or the abundance of the kingdom in which we live, move, and have our being. And let's understand uh, that if we want to play cribbage, let's get the rule book for cribbage. If we want to play uh, a pinochle, let's follow the rules of how to play pinochle and not try to intermix them. The game of life. Life, um, our Arthur says, is not a battle. But it's a game, uh, and uh, it's something that is, uh, that is benign if we learn to move with it, and if we try to work at cross-purposes with it, then a lot of people would understandably disagree that it's not a game, it's a battle. A battle is to be played if we care to do that, but we can settle back into the knowledge that we live, move, and have our being in a universe that is gentle, that is all-supportive, and that wants, and I use that word almost like a, uh, like a kind of um, anthropomorphic uh, god out there somewhere wanting something, but I don't mean it that way. But let me say in a benign using nevertheless that vernacular, the universe wants for us everything that it is. And remember, it is God, the universe, moving in us, moving through us, and move into this understanding, moving as us. For we are it, and it is us. Um, so, the game of life, once we understand it, uh, is all based on consciousness. That's everything is. That's all there is anyway, is your consciousness 
oftentimes we go into a uh, a setting as ministers and we make the statement life is consciousness and everyone sort of acquiesces and says well yes i yes it is isn't it but then they don't understand and that's okay because it wasn't given to them to understand correctly how is life as consciousness working for our whole being well the universe moves through us the uh, raw energy that is the universe that is god is continue to move through us and consciousness or the filter that we hold within our mind heart and soul as who and what we truly are and who and what god is uh, it filters all of this and it churns out the other side exactly uh, replications of what it finds it's all energy based and that is what we don't always understand everything is based on a understanding that it is a frequency it is a vibration and consciousness is a vibration within us that we are continually uh, inputting uh, uh, and trustfully we are redoing we are renewing and we are making it more acceptable for the happiness outcome that we know is truly ours so the game is really consciousness in um, in, uh, in in expression or in manifestation again the rules need to be understood uh, we're all playing it we're all doing it we don't have a choice we can play it with ignorance um, we can play it with good knowledge we can play it with frustration we can play it but we do because we're a part of life and how life flows in us through us and as us so again if it is a battle then this is how we will perceive life we will perceive it in this way and we will but add to the uh, to the unhappy outcome that we find uh, as our consciousness expresses in us through us right where we are in life um, uh, the, the, uh, the Florence Shin uses the word uh, uh, treatment uh, in uh, in unity we would use the word prayer so if you are in the process of downloading truth unity or will uh, it uses the term that mainly is used in religious science uh, and in other new thought uh, sister organizational churches treatment again no problem with the word uh, unity more or less uses the traditional uh, term with a Christian background that is called prayer um, uh, so as you so as you read the book and I would really encourage you to download it or at least to read it online um, from truthunity.com uh, uh, the book uses many examples of how people uh, interacted with with uh, Shin and how she asked them to do different things uh, so that they could more or less and more easily and more beautifully tap into the reality of God in them that is seeking to express in an ever more abundant wonderful way so these are not necessarily to be duplicated 
you cannot duplicate another's experience, even though uh, it was something that was working beautifully for them. But it gives an understanding as to maybe what needs to be uh, put into practice within our own life in a way that will be unique to us, but still based on the principle that she speaks to when she talks to um, her people uh, as an example. Uh, uh, the book says supply for every uh, uh, person uh, is there on demand. Um uh, the universe, again, listens to what we are asking for, and we ask for it as we have consciousness. And consciousness is the sum total of our belief system, of our thoughts, of what we love, what we fear, um, what, we, uh, what we explore, and what we refrain from. It's a combination of who and what we always are and always will be. Uh, and so, she says that there is supply for every demand. In other words, um, on a starry night, look up in the sky, um, and you and I, we see only a very small portion of what's there. Uh, we don't see an infinitesimal part of what's there. And it doesn't stop. It keeps going and going and going. And all of this takes knowledge of us right where we are, right where we are, as we are right now in our process of growing. So the universe has a fulfillment for every demand made upon it. Now, let's look at the word demand uh, as contrasted with the word need. Um, you, you, you don't need anything because if you need something, you have the understanding that there is something you don't have. A demand is simply a recognition that there is within me the understanding to open my mind to what is already there. And if you go through life, if I go through life with the consciousness of I need this, then we are uh, uh, in, in, a, in a place where we are acknowledging that we do not have something that we very much desire. We need it. It isn't a part of us. And so we're feeding into the consciousness of need, and that is a vibration. And that vibration will also look for fulfillment. And you are finding, I am finding, therefore, many, many more things that I will say, I need that. So don't need anything. You are, you are part of all that there is. The thing that we do is we sort of make a demand upon it. More or less like going to the bank. Um, if I have an account there, I make a demand that I get some of my money back out, out again. And it's very much like that. Um, so th 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 there is always a principle behind, behind something. Uh, in the book, there is a woman who needed uh, very, very soon, very immediate, uh, or had the demand for, or had the opportunity to experience uh, a sum of money. And, uh, and Florence told her, move into the consciousness of that which always has been fulfilled in your life. Do not look at it as I just did a moment ago, using the word need. 
but look at it as something that is just waiting right there for me to get ready to move into the consciousness of it. So what, so what would feel fulfilled uh, in, in my life? Well, it would not be the frequent places that really do not give me the feeling of the atmosphere of the opulence that I would seek to have. And she said, she said, go someplace um, that is frequented by people and by, by what we would call the winners in life, and just simply soak up the consciousness that is there. Uh, uh, the, the story is told about uh, uh, um, um, uh, uh, let me uh, hang on a second here. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a little. Uh, the Catherine Ponder, there it is, the Catherine Ponder story and her, and her Rolls Royce. When she moved to, uh, to Palm Springs, she uh, went to the Rolls Royce dealership and she said, may I sit in it, please? And she, of course they said, and, and so she came back uh, very frequently, I don't know about daily, but to sit in the uh, in the Rolls Royce, and what she was doing, and they couldn't understand that, so she didn't try to tell them. What she was doing is she was building into consciousness the feeling of that vehicle that she wanted to have and to enjoy. And at one point, real close to the time when she actually was able to buy one, <coughs> they said to her, well, uh, Miss uh, Ponder, uh, why don't you please, uh, you know, sit in the driver's seat? And she said, no. She said, that is where my chauffeur will sit. And it fulfilled. In other words, go someplace in your life that makes you feel a part of that which is good. Um, there is a nice hotel here in Tucson years ago. It's still there that I used to go and sit uh, in the lounge and just simply soak up what is there. Uh, you know, you can order whatever you want to order, be it a Coke or something, a little, well, whatever it is, but just simply be there and soak up what's there. Go a part of what is that which is to you representing the fulfillment of everything that is good. You have to, I have to, we have to prepare for what we desire. In other words, oftentimes we have to do as if. We have to think as if. Elijah, when there was a drought, uh, he said, uh, you know, if uh, you dig ditches, uh, as you pray, put action into what you do. There are ways that you can uh, dig ditches in your own life by, by, by preparing for abundance and not lack for preparing for fulfillment and not disappointment. It starts from the knowledge of the who and what God is in you, through you, and as you. And as you do that, things can work more better <laughs> in your life. So then, again, look at where, where do you frequent? Um, uh, what, 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 does, what, what, uh, what does it represent to you? Years ago in Tucson, there used to be a restaurant called Poor Folk, and I, I, I wouldn't step inside that place. 
because that's not what I want to be. That's not what I want to feed into my consciousness. I want to feed rich folk into my awareness. And so it's a good thing to just look at what's around you. Look at what's in your home. Look at what's there. Um, if there's clutter, the universe will not impose itself upon clutter. The universe will look at clutter as something in consciousness that you want more of. And it will give you countless opportunities to get more of the clutter in your world and in your life. And clutter isn't what you want. You, you really, we really want the flow of the universe through us, in and out, so that we can be generous in what we do, and yet we can be open and receptive to the fulfillment of that which is good and that which is, that which is fu fulfilling within us. Uh, the thing we always need to remember in our process, and that is that principle always works. We may be um, based as we begin the understanding, as we seek to understand more about uh, who and what the universe of abundance is for us. We may be operating from a consciousness that is not really attuned at that moment to the abundance of the kingdom as much as it will be. So we, we cut ourselves a little slack and we move slowly upon the adventure of the realization of who and what God is and the abundance of the kingdom. We are part of it. And uh, the uh, and the manifestation or the fulfillment of it may not initially allow us <clears throat> to move into the greater depths, but we can start somewhere. We can start um, to acknowledge. We can start to affirm. We can start to recognize and give thanks for the thought that the that the universe principle always works, and we can hold to it any way that we can within our thoughts and with our feelings. We are God energy. That is the truth. That is who and what we are. In us, through us, and as us. All power is given unto us in heaven and on earth. Why? Because we are that power. We are that manifest expression of God in us, through us, and as us. It's who we are. It's always who we have been. It's always a part of our journey. We cannot escape who and what this truth is. We can put it off for as long as we care to. We can uh, refrain from uh, accepting the understanding of the kingdom of uh, all good in our life, prosperity, abundance, if you will. But that is not the fulfillment of what we are here to do. Uh, we are here to fulfill the kingdom. And, uh, and the game of life uh, is a wonderful way of approaching it. It starts with the principle of who we are. And that it says, all things are there for you. But you have to establish the consciousness for the things, for the experiences, for the moment, and uh, get prepared for it. Dig the ditches. Uh, do what is there for you. Next chapter that we will be exploring would be the power of the word. Thank you. You are blessed. <laughs>